1: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together
0: and loving it. TNCs apply.
1: Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Tracks, the world's number one decking brand. Well, the hottest ticket in sport in the world at the moment is, of course, the US Tennis Open, uh, the last Grand Slam event of this calendar year, and right in the thick of it has been a Kiwi. Erin Rotliff has uh, just, uh, just got back home uh, to Montreal, uh, we're led to believe, uh, but uh, she was uh, brilliant this time round uh, with her doubles partner, Leila Fernandez, reaching round 16. Of the tournament in terms of the women's doubles. Absolutely fantastic performance. Good morning to you, Aaron, New Zealand time, anyway. Um, just how much fun was it and, and how much confidence have you got out of uh, achieving the last 16?
0: Yeah. Um, good morning to you too. Um, obviously, I'm super, super happy with my results. Um, that was only the second US Open I've ever played. Um, the first Grand Slam matches that I've ever won. And then winning a few of them and making the round of 16 was really, really exciting. Getting the chance to play with Layla while she's at this high and we had all the fans around us. That was super fun, too. So I'm really excited. and I'm excited for the future.
1: Tell us a wee bit about uh, your background, Erin, we're going to uh, find a lot more about you on court, but um, you, you're actually now, you were born in New Zealand, uh, but you're living in Canada at the moment, but when it comes to representing uh, our country, you you want to be with us, New Zealanders.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. Um So yeah, I was born in New Zealand um, and then my parents, they were Canadian. They got their citizenship in New Zealand and then had me and my two sisters. So we all got citizenship and then they moved back to Canada just for um, our grandparents to spend some more time with them and then ended up staying here. But I switched to play for New Zealand, I think four or five years ago when I graduated um, university. And so it's been a really good experience so far. And I've played Fed Cup a few times. And um, the goal is to go to Paris for the Olympics for New Zealand. So let's hope that happens. Okay.
1: That, that's cool. That sounds a, a, a really, a really fine goal. And it's only three years away too. Let, let's bear that in mind. Uh, Erin, yep. let, tell us a wee bit about your tennis upbringing in terms of like, academies or or uh, junior achievements as such that, that have got you to this point?
0: Uh, yeah, so I I obviously started playing tennis. Um, it's called Caledon. It's a, like an hour outside of Toronto in Canada. Um, I trained in Guelph with my coach, Harry Greenan, who I still keep in contact with. Um, I Yeah, I guess I started playing competitively when I was like 10 or 11 years old, which I guess was a little bit late for most people. But I got more serious with it when i was like 16 i moved to montreal to train with the national center here um i won under 16 orange bowl that's when i guess i realized that i wanted to do this like as a career and all that stuff and then um yeah when i was 18 i decided to go to university instead of go pro right out of high school and so I went to the University of Alabama and then when I graduated I switched to play for New Zealand and I've been playing pro with a few breaks here and there ever since.
1: <laughs> so Aaron, you, you mentioned uh, during that that you're still in contact with your uh, initial coach but what about your current coaching setup now uh, what does that look like?
0: Um, yeah, so it's, it's honestly right now with COVID, it's done mostly remotely. My coach is in Auckland, Neil Carter. Um, he, we talk like every single week about schedules, about what I'm playing, all that stuff. Obviously, you guys are in lockdown right now. So he's been able to watch a lot more of my matches lately. <laughs> um, and then Yeah. So I haven't, but I haven't seen him in a couple years now. I haven't been back to New Zealand in like two years, unfortunately, just because it's obviously really hard to get back to. Um, And then, yeah, so I just have to work with him remotely. At the US Open, I was with a coach from from Tennis New Zealand, Christophe Lambert, and that was um, really nice to have someone with me and help me through that and, you know, be able to celebrate with someone. So that's kind of the setup I have right now.
1: Well, speaking of celebrating, you will also be celebrating the performance of your doubles partner, Leila Fernandez, um, winning again this morning. An unbelievable achievement for just a 19-year-old kid who seems to have really won the hearts of a lot of people at the Tennis Open, just looking at the crowd reaction to her. Tell us a wee bit about how that combination came about.
0: Yeah, so I, I I met Layla a couple years ago, I think at a smaller tournament um, in Canada here. And um, I practiced with her a few times and I thought that she was going to be really, really good. I think at the time she was like maybe 14, 15 years old, quite young. Um, but I mean, it's honestly just you before any tournament, you just text another person and like ask if they have a partner, if you want to play US Open. So I texted her a few A few weeks before the open, I just asked her if she wanted to play. And she said, yeah, let's do it. So that's basically how we decided to play together. And um, yeah, obviously, it was so much fun because every match we played, she... Was obviously very getting very famous now, so I she's won the hearts of all the New Yorkers, so they were all out cheering for us. And even in our last match, I was like, let's use the crowd's energy to try and turn this match around, which we almost did. But unfortunately, at the end, it didn't mm. work. But um, it, we definitely turned it around, and it was really fun to have the whole crowd um, with us totally.
1: It's all very well to know uh, a you know a person who you might well be about to play doubles with. Uh, to look at them and know them on court uh, to know their play from afar but when you actually have to step on a court and play with them how hard is it initially to find those combinations
0: yeah no it's really difficult so um obviously I play with a bunch of different partners during the year so I'm used to dealing with different personalities different game styles all that stuff but um when you just first step on the court you just try to talk to them I think with me, I just try to over communicate as much as possible, because it's better than lack of communication. And, you know, I always ask them what they like, what they don't like, if they like to be, you know, kind of told what to do or if they like to be the leader in the partnership so um yeah it was it was but it came quite easily with Layla she I know her she's a really sweet girl and she has really good energy always super super positive and fiery but always has a smile on her face so we just we had a lot of fun together um she's more serious and focused and I'm like to make more jokes so I think the combo worked out well
1: (laughs) so uh, you watch doubles these days and of course there's a lot of hype about it um there's a lot of sort of, I won't say high-fiving, but fist-pumping in between points. And, and then there's the conversation at the baseline. Uh, and then you can mm-hmm. go up uh, and, of course, you can make signals. Uh, if you're the front playing at the front of the court, you can make signals behind your back. So, man, it's uh, it's quite an intricate process all of a sudden, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of ways of communicating in doubles. Like, if you you really don't even have to talk. You can just do the signals if you want. But normally we kind of do both because that's – that's a sure way you're not going to get anything wrong.
1: <laughs> We're talking to Erin uh, Rotliff, who, of course, uh, is representing New Zealand in international tennis, but doing very well by herself, um, and particularly uh, recently in the U.S. Tennis Open. Erin, do you class yourself uh, now as a, as a double specialist? Is that where you're really looking to put your focus?
0: Yeah, definitely. I made the decision to focus um, specifically on doubles probably about a year, a year and a half ago now. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely a double specialist. I'll play singles if I can get into tournaments, but I'll make my schedule based on my doubles for sure.
1: So let's look at uh, your ranking now and what this performance at the US Open will mean to that and your access to other tournaments.
0: Yeah, um, So I haven't, obviously it won't come out for another week, but I I think reading the articles, I think I'm around, I don't know, 78, something like that. So obviously that's a career high, which I'm super proud of. Um, I have bigger goals for myself. So this is just a stepping stone in the right direction, but being in the seventies does make it easier for me to get into a lot bigger tournament. So I've already, I leave for, um, a, two WTAs on Friday one in Luxembourg and then a 500 in Ostrava Czech Republic and then after that I'm gonna try and play Chicago um, which is another 500 so yeah basically I just get into a lot more tournaments with this ranking and um, hopefully it can keep going up and I can get into even more tournaments and specifically I should be able to get into um, all the slams for the next year so that's good.
1: And so uh, on the back of this result, um, you'll obviously find people who are a lot more willing to play with you, I guess, as well, now that your ranking's going up. Uh, have you got partners for those events uh, in the immediately coming up?
0: Um, yeah, so the, the first one in Luxembourg, I'm playing with a Belgium Um, girl Kimberly Zimmerman she's the one I won a WTA my first WTA title with her a few months ago Um, so that's good I know that I play well with her and I'm excited for that and then the second week I'm playing with an American girl Caitlin Christian who I've never played with but I've practiced with quite a bit Um, I'll have to figure out the next few weeks after that soon but I have those two weeks set for sure
1: so the the prize money uh, and they published the prize money so it's, it's not hidden but uh, yeah. around $40,000, uh, that's a that's a quite a sizable check. Uh, um, so you must feel very happy about that. But um, is, is it very lucrative, the double circuit, um, or is it a bit of a grind? Uh,
0: it's a grind for sure. Um, and I think until you're, you know, I mean, honestly, I don't really know because I've never been in the top 50, top 70. Um, you know, it's a grind. You just have to, like, keep going at it and, like, backing yourself and like taking the chances you know spending more money than you're making at some point that's what i've almost been doing for the last you know year over a year um so yeah obviously i'm ecstatic for the check um but hopefully i'll be able to you know establish myself as a consistent um consistently top doubles player soon and then i won't even have to worry about that kind of stuff
1: Well in terms of tennis you probably haven't got uh, too many reasons to get back to New Zealand here, and at the moment of course because uh, our ATP event uh, coming up in the new year has been canned because of the pandemic. Um, Are you anticipating being able to come back to New Zealand or why would you bother at this stage because as you said MIQ is desperately hard to to breach isn't it to get in?
0: yeah yeah um i was talking to the other men's doubles players marcus and mike the ones that won the bronze medal in tokyo and they um you know they're struggling to get back obviously a couple months ago i was saying that i would love to get back for like preseason in december and then to play asb but since i was canceled and obviously miq has gotten a lot more a lot lot harder to get a spot i don't know if i'm going to be able to get back um i've done preseason there a couple times now which I always love I love um you know New Zealand summer and being with my coach and all that but um I don't know I'll have to decide in a couple weeks obviously if I can't get back then I'll have to make other plans but right now it's looking like I'll probably have to make other plans for preseason, and I guess hope for the next year to come to New Zealand but it's been a while and I'm it's upsetting because I'd love to come back
1: could could Layla Fernandez go the whole way in the form she's in at the moment looking at who she has to beat
0: Oh, yeah. She she steps on her on the court and every single match she believes in herself. I mean, today was unreal. Like, she was up in the third, and then Alina Svitolina came back and played really well, but Layla kept her cool, and she's just so calm in every single moment, and she has the game to beat anyone. So, I mean, I think every match is up for grabs, so she can totally take it, and I'll be cheering for her for sure.
1: Yeah, so will we. Uh, she's become a real favourite down here, and, be- and one of the reasons why is because uh, she was your partner as well. So... Hey, Erin, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time uh, giving us uh, a little insight into um, the tennis setup, the tennis circuit, uh, and uh, how you intend to go about it. And thanks very much uh, for choosing to represent New Zealand. Absolutely outstanding.
0: Yeah, yeah no, thank you for having me.
1: Great. Erin, go well. Stay stay nice and safe in your travels as well. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Lovely lady, Erin uh, Rotliff, uh, who's And now the top uh, 80 in terms of tennis rankings, which gives her access to all the majors. Her next one, of course, will be close to home, uh, the Australian Open in Melbourne, all going well. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.